It's time for another episode of BuddyCast. I'm here with my buddy, Lamont Ferguson. How you doing today, bud? What's happening? Awesome. Um, I met Lamont at the National Comedy Center in Jamestown, New York. He was passing through. He was going to do a show that night, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was going to do it, but then I think a few friends contacted me and were like, hey, come on over or something like that. So my apologies. but No, that's okay. I heard you had a killer show, though, because one of my buddies went there. Oh yeah, uh, everything went well, man. I can't complain. Um, nice support. Um, it, it was it's an interesting venue because uh, where it's located above mm-hmm. uh, was it an ice skating rink, a hockey rink, or whatnot. Yeah. And um, so when you're doing comedy, you do them in all different locations and stages and whatever. But it was fun. I always have fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Let me start by asking, how'd you get into comedy? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> well, the funny story is uh like my father uh, we went over to his friend's house, right? And I was sitting on the edge of the porch and I fell off and I had a little lump on my head, right? A little hickey, little bump. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, we went roller skating and then I fell. I'm not really clumsy, but that's what happened. <laughs> I fell and another person fell on top of me and hit that little hickey on my head and it started bleeding. So the, the uh, little nurse or person that was at the rose skating rink, they were like, so if he start, you know, they looked at me or whatever, they say, well, if he started acting silly, uh, let us know. Then my father was like, well, I'm not gonna know when that is because he's always acting silly, you know? <laughs> so, so, but anyway, uh, I just thought that was a funny story. Yeah. Um, but uh, I re- really liked entertainment initially. I started watching a lot of uh, BT Comic View, uh, Bill Cosby, Red Skelton, a lot of st- stand-up comedy. Okay. Um, and um, I just like uh, the live entertainment. I also do act. I'm also actor as well. But mm-hmm. um, I-, I started watching comedy. I like that that live that that interaction. And then um, my first time on stage was at uh, All Jokes Aside in Detroit. That's where I'm from, big up Detroit. And uh, I remember mimicking what I heard on uh, Comic View. It was a fat joke and it was a hack joke and it didn't get a response. So I felt that I had to keep on doing it until I got a better response. So, uh, but no, I, I just love the, the art of comedy. Um, uh, the fact that you can uh, entertain someone, allow them to forget their troubles for the moment and and allow them to enjoy themselves and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are your role model comedians? Uh, Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld are my two top ones. And then in that third slot would be Mitch Hedberg's I Love One Liners, uh, Chris Rock, so those are some of my top comedians that I really, really like. Awesome. Who are some of them that you wish you could work with? Like, who are some comedians you... Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld, number one. Yeah. Number one and two. You can flip them. Yeah. Either one of those guys I would love to to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anyone no. else? Like, any, like, locals or anything like that? You know, like... You said what? Any, like, locals or anything like that you want to work with? Or anything, like, you know... People, um, clubs and stuff. 
I mean, I, I just like working with, I, I, will, I love working with comedians in general um, because my style is so outside the box. I, I can merge with any audience. Yeah. Uh, which, which is funny because um, when I embarked on um, to start doing comedy again seven years ago, yeah, seven years ago was when I really took it serious. Mm -hmm. uh, doing urban rooms was the hardest room because I'm a Jerry Seinfeld-ish type comedian outside the box, Dave Chappelle outside the box. And mm -hmm. most urban rooms love um, love the Cat Williams of the world. I actually worked with him before. Um, mm -hmm. and they like the Ke Kevin Hart's of the world. And it's not wrong with it because there's a lane for all of it. But um, it, it, that one time I was at the Funny Bone and I really, really, it was funny because to the, to the right of me, um, there was a guy. I'm doing my set and he was like, man, I don't like this guy. And I just saw the whole, whole 180, you know, actually 360. Uh, I said 180 or 360, you turn it back. 180, half turn back. But anyway, he was like, man, I don't like this guy. And I heard him. And then by the middle of my set, oh, okay, I, I get it. And by the end of my set, he was laughing. And know how at, at the end of, you, you know, when you, at the end of a show, you kind of stand out, talk to everybody as they're coming out. And um, he came over to me and I wasn't even in his way. He came over to me to say, hey man, I thought you were really funny. Which kind kind of uh, boost my boost me up a little bit because to see how he changed throughout my set, not giving me a chance at first because I wasn't running around the stage cursing and all that stuff, and mm -hmm. to realize, oh okay, he's all right, and then to say, I just do funny, and he's seeing him laugh, and then after the show for him to come over mm -hmm. and say, hey, I really liked your comedy, which was pretty dope. Yeah. So you do like more clean comedy than ninety-eight percent of my comedy is clean. Ninety-eight percent, yeah. Uh, I got stuff that will walk you to the edge. Now I got a lot of stuff that will walk you to the edge, mm -hmm. but I allow I allow the um, audience to interpret those those jokes too. So yes, absolutely. So who are some people that you have worked with? Let me ask you that question. Uh. Cat Williams, which was an interesting show. That was like the second year of the seven year journey. And mm -hmm. I, I got on that stage. That was first time and last time I was ever heckled or booed. And uh, I was so hurt because it was like 4,000 plus there. And uh, I tell the story because my father, uh, he passed a couple years ago. He's always say, don't worry because, you know, you are you're at that stadium, you know, you're opening for you, you know, you worked with Cat Williams. Nobody has to know the other side, but me as a comedian, you know, you know, Nick, you're mm -hmm. you, you want that except, you know, accept this like, Oh man, you know, but needs to say, uh, I was on that stage, uh, was here at ODU, uh, Ted concert center. And I remember like it was yesterday, like the first four rows right in here, the, you know, when you at those big arenas, you could see about first five rows, I guess. They were looking at me like I was a child, like, come on. Although they wasn't doing it, but they were looking at me like, come on, you can do it. You come on, come on, let's get it, let's get it. You know, 
but uh, there was a couple people on the side, and then the, the guy, uh, the promoter was like, you know, he kind of wrapped me early. You know, I, I, I out of the 10 minutes that I was supposed to do, uh, I did about four minutes. Mm. But uh, that was, you know, but I learned from that situation and I never look back now. I know how, if I have any hecklers, I know how to respond to them. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, Cat Williams, uh, Jordan Rock, Shantae Wayans was another person that I worked with, uh, opened for. Uh, Ali Sadiq is another one that I opened up for. So, um, let's see, that's that's pretty much it. I, I went, I was about to say I opened for uh, Hannibal Burris, but no, I went to that show mm-hmm. and I was able to sit down and talk with them afterwards. But just a handful of uh, uh, people that other you know, people know about. Mm-hmm. You actually yeah. mentioned it a little earlier. My next question, do you have any heckler stories? Well, that was my biggest heckle story. You know, that was the biggest. That one, I, w- I was defeated. But there was another one where mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's there's Kazi's Comedy Club, which is in Newport News here. You know, it's a, a nice comedy club, and they do open mic on Thursdays. And typically, I don't, you know, I don't mess with, when people talk, I don't really mess with them. I just, you know, go ahead and do my material. But this particular day, I was working on some brand new material and I needed to get it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And this this lady off to the right. So something, something about my right side. There's always somebody on the right side. <laughs> but this lady to the right, she started saying, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, I get it. And I was like, I, I didn't want to abandon my jokes because I really wanted to get them out. But that was like my, my point where I want, want to get my revenge on that guy that the, those people that was heckling me at, at the Cat Williams years ago. When she did, I lit into her. And uh, once I did, she she got quiet. And once I got off stage, people was like, man, I, I, I've never seen you go at somebody like that before. It was just like I, I had to do it. But that was my only time that I've actually uh, been heckled and had to respond. Sometimes people may say something off color, then you gotta, gotta, okay, look, I got the mic, you know, you gotta take control of it. You gotta let people know, hey, y'all here to see comedy, right? Yeah, then you gotta go back into your say, I don't spend a long time mm-hmm. bothering people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I talked about this a little bit before. You were at the National Comedy Center. That's how I met you. What did you mm-hmm. think of that place? Man, I want to go back. I want to go back. Uh, it's a phenomenal place. There's a lot of education there. A lot of education. A lot. I have to say that like three times because, you know, we kind of, I kind of rolled through there. And I was just like, man, I wish I would have um, knew about it. You know what I mean? Uh, but when, when I told my friend about it, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the National Comedy. I'm saying, man, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and that was like right around the corner from where the performance was. So it was, you know, right there. So um, to be able to go through there before I performed was uh, a humbling experience, actually. Mm-hmm. I really I really like that place. It's really dope. I tell you that because I have a funny story myself, how I became a member mm-hmm. there. Um there was a day I was watching my sister's dog and I had her dog and my dog. We were mm-hmm. them for a walk. Of course, her dog's all the way up here. My dog's all the way back here, you know? Uh-huh. So 
her dog like wraps the leash around my arm really tightly where I have to let it go, and I drop it, and she takes one look back at me and goes, So wow. now I am chasing her. I've got the ball and chain of my dog behind me who's in a because I'm like, oh my God. And she's like running, she's running on a street with oncoming traffic, like passing us. Why they didn't stop to help me? I don't know. Uh-huh. The entire time, I'm just thinking, like, how am I going to explain this to my sister and turn out the good guy in this situation? Like, wow. What is going to happen? So, <laughs> my street, now I'm dragging both dogs back because I'm, you know, I'm ticked off. I am, I just had like three heart attacks in a row right there. Wow. So, I finally go like, you know, I get home, I slam the door, I look at my dad who was working from home that day and I just, I put the dog in like the walkway between the house and the garage, like it's mm. like the laundry room. I put her there and I just look at my dad and go, she is not coming out until I say so. <laughs> you put the dog on punishment. Oh yeah. That's so that point, like, I need a good laugh. I need something, just a good fun time before I mm. end up selling a dog on eBay. What can oh, I do? Wow. What can I do? And then it hit me like the comedy center is only like 45 minutes away. I've been wanting to go there for a long time. Why not? Yeah, yeah. So I went there. I literally took, I wasn't even past the lobby, like where you check in and all that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are your membership rates? It's really cool. They're really cool. Like a hundred bucks gets you full access to everything, like for the entire year. And it's worth it. I could walk in, just check myself in. Beep, I'm in. Uh-huh. There's no like, there's no. Oh, you have to pay twenty bucks to go in, or you know. Uh-huh. And you get like two guests. You get access to like their shows early. Like they have those. You know, they have National Comedy Week. Uh-huh. So have, like this year, they were supposed to have um, Jeff Foxworthy and then the guys from wow. Saturday Night Live. But right. due to COVID, that ain't happening until next year. Yeah. Yeah. Question: You mentioned a dog selling your dog on eBay. Yeah. Do they sell dogs on eBay? That's like a know. is that like a, a a dog trade? Like is that illegal? No clue. <laughs> if, there was, if there was that day, trust me, you would have seen that on there. Is that like uh, against Peter's? Uh, I'm, I'm sure of it, but slave trade of dogs. I'm positive. Like we got these dogs, we got poodles. Don't tell nobody. You know. Yeah. That's, Exactly. I'm sure of it, but you know, that's just how angry I was that day. <laughs> that's how I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Because my sister was like that. My sister is like the parent that, you know, the teacher tells the kid tells them that the kid was misbehaving in school and the parent comes up with that lame excuse, like, Well, were you giving them attention or were you doing something like that is my sister to the bone. I love her to death. But like that is her like she was like well, it's because you didn't use her harness that you let go of the leash. Yada, yada. So you said to say, try to eat your homework. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like it's the parent that, like, like let's say you had a niece or nephew or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the parent that you say, "Hey, your kid's acting up." Well, did you give him sugar? Mm-hmm. Don't oh, know. Yeah. Too much Kool Aid. Too much yeah. that rare Kool Aid. Yeah. So they'll say, well, there's your problem. Like, they'll make the excuse for the kid, making it look like that kid's a little angel or something, you know? That's correct. That's my sister, basically. <laughs> but, that's correct. yeah, so that's my story of how I became a member at the Comedy Center, and I never look back, you know? it's mm-hmm. It's been an amazing experience. It's just, Like I said, it's just 45 minutes away, so. And I've got mm-hmm. some friends in town, and I've got a 
So what town do you stay in there? Um, uh, it's in Jamestown, New York. I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, it's literally just a hop, skip, and a drop away. Okay. Yep. So what do you, let me ask you this. What do you like to do outside of comedy? Oh, uh, right. Um, like I said, I do, I'm an actor as well. So, I, uh, mm. I've done film theater. I have a movie on Amazon prime. What's that movie? Uh, and the name of that movie is called Mother of a Day. It's where I play this guy, Ben Wilson, who forgets Mother's Day. Oh. And I, yeah, and I go on this journey to get gifts and a whole bunch of other things happen along the way. Um, and then um, there's another sh uh, project I'm on, I'm in, it was called uh, Thanksgiving with the Carters. That's out. Uh, I did some background work on a, this movie with, uh, Ethan Hawke, and that's called The Good Lord Bird. It was supposed to come out this month, but it got pushed back to October, so that'll be October, and that's going to be on Showtime. And then um, uh, Thanksgiving with the Carters have another one it's called uh, The Carters Family Reunion. They'll be filming that in a few weeks. Then mm -hmm. I you know, write my own projects as well. Um, Actually, I've been doing that uh, master class, so I've been studying, oh. studying as well. So uh, I, I viewed Samuel Jackson, um, Shania Rhimes, Dustin Hoffman's acting class. And now did, looking, um, Steve, uh, Steve Martin's master class? I haven't done that yet. I'm going I'm to do his and do uh, back that. to back. I got to get back into it, but do it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, and now I'm on Spike Lee, so uh, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean, I just love the education of entertainment world. Period. But you mm -hmm. know, just anything to enrich myself to make me better. Definitely, definitely. So I'm going to ask you two questions that I always ask my buddies at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. The first one: If you could have our viewers donate to any charity of your choice, where would it be? My charity, I got three kids. Now I need some help now, fast. Quarantine made me realize how many kids I actually have. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I would donate to any uh, a school, a school that's um. I, I don't know anything off the top of my head, but anything that would give back to the kids, as far as school-wise, maybe a scholarship fund or something like that. Okay. Uh, to uh, help, you know, the school system. Yes, definitely. And now for the final question, we call this the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. Okay. If you had any advice for anyone who's practicing comedy out there, what would it be? Stick to your guns. Stick to whatever lane that you want to uh, ride in. Because as far as comedy, of course, you have clean, you have... Christian, you have blue comedy, you have uh, all kind of comedy, corporate, family. Find yourself, find your lane that you want to be in and don't be afraid because like I said, I like the outside of the box uh, type of comedy and um, it's interesting for me to be able to say that to do it. Oh, it took me three years to over overcome an urban room because of my style of comedy, because I'm just like, man, because my style of comedy is more middle America, you know, mm -hmm. um, be comfortable in who you are and, and just go on and get up there. And I, I 
I defeated those rooms. So now if somebody asks me to do an urban room, I have no objections. I, I take it on, you know, knowing that I'm that entertainment for that moment, whether it's five minutes, 10, 15, 45, mm -hmm. I'm the entertainment for that moment. And uh, I'm going to give them what I have. And, and that's it. So stick to your guns and, and study, read, you know what I mean? Read, 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 free, you know, uh, look up documentaries on the craft, you know, comedy, uh, acting, explore the other realms of comedy, you know, because, you know, a lot of stand up co comedians get into sitcoms. So, you know, as a comedian, I'm like, now I'm a comedian, I'm not an actor. That's work. You know what I mean? So, uh, huh? Look at Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld is a ton of comedians that uh, get into acting, directing, like he uh, was a uh, Jordan, um, uh, Key and Peele, not Key, Peele. He does um, the uh, horror films. So who would have thought that, you know, a comedian that does skits to do, you know, horror films. So don't be afraid to expand your horizon, you know. So that's my advice awesome that's great advice oh that's one great. more question one more thing the, yes. doc the documentary i don't know if you've seen it. it's a dope documentary it's it's of course seinfeld it's called comedian it's it, it came out back in 2001 i believe it's called comedian and it talks about uh it, it shows seinfeld going from his show doing comedy getting rid of all his material and going back through the club scene to do comedy and he and he showed everything he showed on his hiccups the good times bad times it's dope i i, I watch it a lot you know, mm -hmm. so. that's yeah. great advice i like it and i like how you mentioned you know you look up to people like seinfeld some you know those are those are the true classics it's not like oh yeah today i'm looking up to so and so or yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a classic guy. You like all the classics. You know who the legends are. You know where to yeah. follow. So, but hey, man, thanks for coming on BuddyCast today. It was an honor to have you. I appreciate it. It was an honor to be here. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for dealing with my uh, delays. Don't worry. <laughs> We've had people cancel on us before last minute. Like, hey, not going to show up today. Sorry. Bye. Oh, wow. Okay. Now I got a show to fill. Or the best mm -hmm. is when you promote them. And it's like, that was today? <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate canceled, you know, so we'll be back next time. Mm -hmm. yeah, we appreciate you having on the show. So all right, thank you. Yep, all righty. To all our buddies out there, we'll see you next time here on BuddyCast. And don't forget, go be someone's buddy today. Oh. <laughs> well, so be happy. we just came out with these too. Our little wristbands. Oh sweet, I'm gonna have to order one of those. Yeah, I'm working on a website right now, so Okay. Uh, yeah, once I get everything up, I'll send you one. Okay. Alrighty. Stick around a little bit afterwards. We'll chat. Okay. But we'll catch you next time here on BuddyCast. <laughs>